This is Tales of Swordfall. Episode 31, Exciting Deal. Um, there seems to be a lot of people dressed up in weird robes and carrying wands and other focuses. I think Ran almost looks like she kind of belongs here. Hmm. It's almost like you stumbled on, like, the campus of the Magical College. So Ran just wearily puts on her hood again. She doesn't like being around snooty, um, snooty magical types. She's yeah. the only snooty magical person that she tolerates. Well, snooty, snooty. Um, Ash, you are surrounded by what looks like other wizards. Uh, Ash just looks really happy and be like, this looks like my kind of place. Uh, does he see anything that looks familiar, like where he'd know what's going on or anything uh, like that? Give me either a perception or uh, an, an arcana check. Whichever is better for you. Or both. Let's see. Both? Yeah, why not? Oh, that's bad. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff around. That's pretty good. 21 for Arcana. So. Okay. Can I... oh. You can roll Arcana if if you wish, Brianne. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't want to interrupt. No, it's okay. 15. So, Ryan, like, some of the stuff is a little beyond you. Like, uh, you know it has to do with magic. You know that some of the items being sold here might have to do with magic spells but the way to manipulate them or what for exact spells you don't know uh ash you probably recognize this more than anyone else but it's the vibrations and the flow of controlled magic like it's magic that's fairly established fairly calm and very usable interesting mm-hmm you being a trained wizard and everything, uh, yes, you, yeah, you're you recognize this kind of magic. It's not like that horrible wild magic that all those fairy folk like to use. This is like civilized, nice, calm, organized. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for the snooty people. <laughs> like, how does I want to know how? Actually, Rand, give me like a Constitution saving throw. I want to see how your body's reacting to this, like, confined magic. Eh? Eh? It's a little weird. Yeah, I mean, it... Like, how do you how do you react? Like, um... How would so, Rianne react if she had to, like, hold her breath for a while? She would feel a little uptight. She's not used to magic being all presented so well you know aside from me well no because i'd imagine even in the vault um there was just like 
magic items just dumped everywhere. Here it's just like a very civilized type of area here. And I imagine the areas she was in in Dillison were probably too ratty to have that kind of class. <laughs> yeah, and also, you know, elves have their own sort of magic that they use. And that's mm-hmm. a whole different ball game there. But, you know, wild magic, that's your thing. That's what you are. That's, uh, that's what you harvest. It flows through your veins. Wee! Binds the universe together. Yep, exactly. It is the Force. So, Rayan, you're now a Jedi. Yay! <laughs> Nor can Rayan. So, the first thing you see is a man. He's standing in what seems to be a booth. And around this man, there looks like to be a lot of charms. And uh, on the sign, it says, Melwig's Charms. Charms for every occasion. Need some luck? I got it here. Uh, Nork is going to walk up to this charm man and say good evening huh. uh okay uh I-, I was wondering perhaps if you could tell me if you saw a mule with a cart come through here within the past couple of hours. He gives you this look of, are you dumb? And he points to a cart with a mule being drawn. And then another. It's This seems like an act, like, like the entertainment district, it seems like an active part at night. Uh, sorry. Um, did you see a baby owl bear by chance? I I don't sell those. I checked down on the booth. Okay. Uh, two down. Uh, uh, thank you, sir. Brian so, notices. Brian starts getting that I need to grab stuff type of vibe when she just starts heading in here. Hmm. So she looks at the man and she's like, so how much for these? Yeah, hundred to five hundred, depending on what you're doing. Hmm. She just gives a sour look and just walks away. He just kind of shrugs. So you start looking around, looking around. Uh, there is indeed a man who seems to have. Promises of owlbearers, but it seems like he's only selling eggs. And only eggs. In fact, you hear someone claim that he's selling eggs for anything. Um, there's, there's another booth that's, um, 
you know, that says they can enchant their, your sword within 24 hours. Another guy across the way says 12 hours. Seems like they're they're fighting back and forth when anybody, like, looks at one of their booths. The guy with 24 hours says he does quality. The one who uh, has 12 hours says he can do it quicker and better, which is basically the same argument either way. Um, there are things that are actually marked for specific spells in some of these, like um, diamonds for uh, specific spells or little stones. They even sell spell focuses here. Anyways, Norik, um, you're kind of basic. Like, um, yeah. Let's let's see if you can even. Is there a Starbucks here? I don't think... <laughs> okay, I think, you know, whatever. Sword bucks. Sword bucks. Yes. Sword bucks. <laughs> um. Okay. I'm gonna just roll a dice here, and if it comes out to be higher than ten, then yes. Okay. Yeah. That's a thing now. <laughs> okay, sword box. Sword box. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, you just rolled the store into existence. Yes, yes, I did. The power of the dungeon master. <laughs> uh, I, it's it's one of those so stupid okay. things. It has to be done. So yes, I absolutely. I'm, uh, I'm all for it. So, so while they're while they're in the street, there, Nork is. Seeing the others get distracted by magic stuff, and we gotta, we gotta find a cart. We got, come on, we gotta find the others. And I'm really thirsty. And then that uh, smell, is that a, is that a, like that smell, just is, hits you. You know that baked goods uh, and uh, exotic, uh, like beverage smell of coffee. And, you know, you can smell it from, like, a block down. Uh, give me either a perception or a survival check, and let's see if your nose can pick up where it's coming from. So-so? Uh, yeah, like, good enough. I mean, uh, you start smelling it, and it leads you down, like, a little alleyway, and then a courtyard opens up, and there's, like, a nice little cafe. With the words, what do we call it? Sword bucks. Sword bucks. Yep. And uh, <laughs> there's a nice circle logo with a a good representation of the giant sword that floats over the city. Uh, there's a little chalkboard outside with specials on it. I mean, even though it's open, like it's open late at night, which is the first amazing thing. But there's actually still people at it or actually give me a nature roll alright uh... <laughs> not very much <laughs> nah, you you identify like some of the humanoids there's at least one or two that you're like um well they're sitting down at a table yeah. could be a pet like they're okay there's there's a, a you know there's there's a human, obviously. There's uh, a tiefling. What? What is that fuzzy thing? Is that? <laughs> now, is it the big fuzzy thing or the small fuzzy thing? That's the question. Do I know the difference? Uh, with a three, no. They from might a be... small, from a false, from a small perspective, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> 
Well, you know, the, not the judge. The fur, uh, is it the furbald? The uh, giant race that's all hairy? Maybe. Furbald? <laughs> is it the furbald? Yeah. Furbolgs or bugbears would be. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. It could be either of those. I mean, it's just a really huge furry creature that seems to be drinking out of, like, a nice little porcelain white uh, cup. Or it looks little in their hands. Nor friendly just... out of character. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say, friendly out of character tip. You're not going to be able to tell till you get your coffee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Nor is, like, sort of... Slowly stepping towards the place while making loops, distancing himself around some of these odd creatures. Yeah. <laughs> Humanoid ish things. Just sort of like giving some side eye while walking around. Like, what is okay? Uh, question is, is there is there another sword bucks across the street? Um <laughs> you know. I'm going to say, with that perception, you might be able to find another one. Okay. Uh, you know, it's it's just, like, I wasn't quite sure where the smell was coming from. I thought I smelled one that was, you know, this way, but then I found one over here. I was kind of picking up both. So I, I don't know. Are, are we starting to find out that Nort's a little xenophobic? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, hey, what's xenophobic mean again? Uh, fear of uh, strangers, mainly foreigners, but also it can be the fear of the unknown. It kind of yeah. implies in this situation. You know, seeing some things for the first time can always be a little, uh, a little bit freaky. Um. Not to mention the, the the latest new type of humanoid creature that Norik saw was a uh, a lizard folk, and he watched it eat a person. So you know he's a little bit weirded out at the moment. That was just a little while ago. It's it's been a hard day. It's been a very it's been a long day. Odd day. Yeah. I understand. You probably want a calmer place, so uh, you end up going through the market, and you know people are yelling for people's attention. They're you know going, "Oh yeah, I got uh, charms here, charms of for all occasions." And there's another guy, "I got magic patterns, woo!" And he, you know, pretty much has some glitter in his hand, and he throws it up in the air a little, and it sparks. I mean, there's just a lot of weird things going on in here. And you start heading toward the um, next sword box, because apparently there's one on every corner. And <laughs> um, you pass by a figure, all dressed in robes. And you recognize from your last Cobalt encounter that he has a cart. And there's a basculus that seems to be um, hitched up so it can actually uh, pull the cart. Uh, mm, 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 Norik just 
backs up and like ducks back kind of he's sort of doing you know when you do a little bit of a back pedal when you notice something Mm -hmm. like you see a snake in the middle of your path except this is a basilisk so it's way worse so he kind of back pedals himself into like one of the uh uh, vendor stalls by accident and like start tripping over things like oh uh, sorry uh and he tries ducking off back down an alley away from the basilisk (laughs) as you're stumbling away you notice that the um, person has put blinders on it so you know it's not gonna instantly turn people to stone and it seems like this merchant suddenly has his eyes locked on you there just almost seems like blue bright lights underneath the dark hood that he's wearing uh, 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 sorry, excuse me. And Norx is gonna go running down the alley. Nice. So Norik is getting scared and lost. Love it. Um. So Brian, Ash, you yes. two are in this market. You two are like, you just entered into the toy and candy fair basically uh ash is uh still a little tipsy i think so he's just like standing there with his mouth open just like looking around like whoa um ran is just like a hyper kid in a candy store she's jumping up and down and she's like (gasps) and she's just very happy yeah i mean there's a lot of things here that you have only heard about like um, you've heard about, you've heard two wizards, like, one day, like, passing by, talking about, like, oh yeah, sextons and astrology gear and all that stuff. You thought they were just talking about maybe some, like, freaky sex stuff, but apparently they're actually instruments. <laughs> and, Man would think that. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> uh, you, you see, like, um... People selling all sorts of focuses and gems and uh, everything's, well, some of the things and some of the booths are labeled for specific spells and um, it just, if you need magic stuff, this is probably the time and place to grab it. And uh, both of you give me perception checks. Perception I got an 11 total. 19. And, um, like, far down the street, you actually see two companions of yours, um, Alonzo and Milgus, and, uh, they seem like they're together, uh, for some reason. Uh, Ash is gonna start waving at them enthusiastically. So... Hey, guys! Hey! Alonzo's gonna pretend not to see him at first. Just thank you for listening to Tales of Swordfall. consider listening to these podcasts.
Greetings, listeners. Are you looking to add more D&D fun to your lineup? Then be sure to check out Party Advantage, a D&D 5th edition play podcast featuring two campaigns alternating each week. In the Arius adventures, you'll set off into the land of Arius, from the ancient dragon gods that created this world to the rise and fall of various races and civilizations. This land has history that stretches far into times long forgotten. Our heroes find themselves on a journey that will take them to the busy city of gnomes, the gilded halls of the high elves, and to the deepest depths of the Underdark. Then in the Farwind Saga, you'll travel with our group of anti-heroes for their suspense-filled exploits as they explore the enigmatic continent of Farwind. This is an ancient land lost to the histories of Faerun, where mystery and danger shroud the deep forest, forbidden mountains, and dark mires. Yet every risk offers tantalizing rewards to those brave enough to take them. Will these parties gain the advantage on their next encounter? Find out every Wednesday on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you then. Please like, share, comment, and subscribe.